Hey, this is Misty Phillip. I am the founder of Spark Media and the host of the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited to be here with John Hewlin today on the Relationships and Revenue podcast. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. I am your host, John Hewlin. Again, so thrilled you decided to join me today. And as you heard in that wonderful intro, I have the one and only Misty Phillip. Misty, how are you? Hey, John. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And for those of you who don't know who Misty is now, she did tell you a little bit about herself a moment ago. She is the founder of Spark Media, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. She also is the host of the wonderful podcast, By His Grace. She is an author. She's written a book called The Struggle is Real, But So is God. And in addition to that, she's a speaker, but she has holds two other titles that I know you all know that I believe is important, and that is wife and mama. That's right. That's right. Those are my, those are my first priorities, hands down, and then everything else is a bonus. I love that. I love that, Misty. So, okay, do us a favor. We know where you are right now, but tell us how you got there because we don't know much of your backstory. Yeah. So I have a kind of an interesting backstory. I um, went to college for fashion, which you can maybe tell that by looking at me. I went to college for fashion and then found myself as a technical recruiter uh, consulting at Enron, uh, mm. which was a, a you know, Fortune 2 company back in the day. And while I was working there, God called me away to lay down my career, to stay home and raise my boys and to homeschool them. And so I went from like this incredible job making tons of money to um, every day in diapers and homeschooling. And it was a, quite a transition. But what I learned in those years of just surrendering my life and, and, catering to my family. I would not, I would not trade that time for all the world, but God taught me so many lessons during that time that, uh, when my oldest son went to college, I thought, man, I'm going to drive my kids crazy if I don't do something else. And so I began praying like what's next for me. And I knew that I had all this wisdom from those years at home. And I realized I was the older woman. And so the Bible says older women are to teach the younger women. And so um, I started speaking first, and then I started working on a Bible study, took three years to write that I was at, as I was finishing out my homeschooling years and finally retired from homeschooling <laughs> and uh, started podcasting and doing all the other things uh, after my retirement, which I thought I was just going to stay home and eat bonbon. Not really. I didn't really <laughs> think that, but I did think like I'm going to have grandbabies and that's going to be it, but God had other plans. Okay. Okay. So you went from this high power kind of job to serving your higher power through the avenue of child rearing to them growing up and you essentially becoming for the most part an empty nester and you were left with what do i do 
So you started speaking and started adding some other things to that, including your podcast. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Yeah. What so is it? Who is it for? Who are you serving with that? Yeah. And I just want to make one little clarification. I don't have a completely empty nest because I have a profound special needs son. And he's the oh. reason why when I began praying about what was next, it was because I knew I needed to be able to do something where I could still be home and do that. Mm. Uh, and so that's how I got started. And my podcast is the By His Grace podcast because literally everything I do is by His grace. And it started off as a companion to my Bible study. So I launched the podcast in January of uh, 2019, knowing that I had the Bible study coming out later that year. So I wanted to build some brand authority get an audience, those kind of things. But the I really didn't know what the podcast was supposed to look like. And so I prayed and I asked God and I felt like I needed to share people's struggles. So the struggle is real is all about how we overcome in Christ and what the Bible says about that. But people, when they go through a struggle, it can feel so desperately alone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when people are going through a struggle, that's not the fun stuff we share on social media, like, Hey, <laughs> you know, um, but it's important. And, and so I was going to a conference where I had all of these women who wanted to be authors and speakers and they had stories to share. So I had no idea what I was doing. I took my little mic, set it up in my hotel room and I started recording story after story, mm -hmm. you know, a woman who struggled with anxiety, a woman who was um, a stage four cancer, breast cancer, another one who had just lost her husband and had small children and so found herself as a widow. I mean, and it was story after story after story. And finally, my husband comes to me and he goes, baby, if you keep telling these really <laughs> depressing stories, nobody's going to want to listen. <laughs> So we took a little bit of a change in the year two and then year three, and I just kicked off season four, year four. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you wrote this Bible study and you had this podcast that became a companion to the Bible study, but really it took a life, took on a life of its own, uh, it kind of changed directions. So how did you go from podcast host to, this is my phrasing, you never said this to me media mogul. <laughs> yeah. So that was an interesting journey. It's, um, I, I really believe that if we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and then we lean not on our own understanding and we acknowledge him, he makes our path straight. So I went to him in prayer because I was writing another book and the book was not working. It just wasn't. I was making myself physically ill. I was working with an agent. I was trying to change the book to have mass market appeal, to be appealing to a publisher on the business end. And my husband, um, who's an amazing man, came to me and said, baby, you're just flattered that you have an agent. Why would you take the focus away from your podcast? And I went, oh, he's right. He's right. He's right. So <laughs> I took that to God in prayer. And I said, God, if it's not this book that you want me to write next, what do you want me to do? And I prayed, where does my gifting and calling line up in this next season of my life? And I heard podcast conference. And I was like, podcast conference? What? 
Like, but then it made total sense because I'm super organized. I've been gathering people for years. I love to throw a party. I love connecting people. Um, So I didn't know how to do all the things, but I knew that God would see me through and he opened incredible doors. So I give him all the glory for what I feel like he gave me spark. No one was serving Christian podcasters in the marketplace. So there were some conferences that would maybe have a podcast session. They would talk about podcasting, but when I realized no one was specifically serving that marketplace, I stepped in and said, yes, I will. And one thing led to another. We hosted our first event three weeks before the world shut down. So we had come together. Everybody was like high-fiving and hugging, and it was amazing. And there was all this great energy. We had people from the industry there. Lots of, I mean, we were standing room only in that little hotel ballroom that we rented out and it was incredible. And everybody's like, this is going to be so amazing. Next year, you're going to have so many people. And then COVID hit. And yeah. uh, yeah, and we just, we pivoted and we started a podcast community, a private membership community where we could encourage those podcasters because 15 podcasts launched from that one event. But not only that, all of these podcasters went into the pandemic, encouraged, inspired, they had new connections and then it's just grown from there. Nice. Very nice. So I'm guessing most folks are not familiar with Spark Media and what you do. So beyond the conference, what else do you guys offer? Yeah, so um, we shifted from conference to membership training community. People started asking me if I would do consulting with them to help them get their podcast started. So we do all of that. We also do group coaching, mastermind type things to help people where they're stuck. Um, We do teaching and training, um, like we're going to have you in our community, which I'm so excited about uh, sharing your expertise in in that community. We also have, um, we started a podcast network. So once someone starts podcasting and we've given them all of the tools to get started, the next thing they want to know is how do I grow? So we have kind of a two-prong approach. One is we experience growth at our events and through community, but then we also look for strategic partnerships that we can align ourselves with to provide growth opportunities and monetization opportunities. So that's how the network was born. And um, and we also have other relationships beyond the network where they're um, opportunities for our people to create content where they need content and then they get paid for that content. And so it's been just a really interesting journey of like, I see a problem and then I come up with a solution. So one of our other ventures is our magazine. And we um, created the magazine because we were We were attending Podcast Movement, which is an industry event, and we wanted to show up in a way that was substantial and have the voice of the podcasters that we represent amplified. And we also have a lot of writers and speakers in our community. And for those writers, they need a place to publish their work. And so it's just kind of been you know, I just keep seeing a need and then we, we fill it. So we teach, we train, we gather, we, um, we support, we help with growth and monetization. I mean, is that, isn't that really how the life of an entrepreneur really is? 
you see that there is a problem and you create a solution to the problem. And it most likely morphs over time, as in how Spark has morphed and changed over time as the needs have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea when I started this that it would turn into all of these different things. But you're right. It is definitely problem solution. The first problem was I saw no one was was bringing the best of what was happening in the podcast industry to faith-based podcasters. And then from there, I was like, okay, all of these people have amazing content, but nobody knows who they are. They're not famous. And so, you know, how do they get their podcast discovered and how do they, um, you know, gain more listeners? And so uh, it's one of the really fun things about our network is on our website, we have our network and all of the podcast can be played straight from our network page. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, you know, we honor the work of Christian podcasters uh, through the the Spark Media Awards that we host at our conference. And that has been, uh, it's been a fan favorite. It's been a community favorite. And we've got all of our listings up there as well. So you can see, I think we had either 85 or 87 people enter uh, their podcast this year. And we've just got an amazing group of people. Fantastic. Which by the way, folks, this podcast has been nominated. So we will put links in the show notes for you to be able to go out there and hopefully vote for this particular podcast as the number one male-hosted podcast. Yes, that's awesome. All right, so I want to switch gears a little bit because this particular podcast is referred to as Relationships and Revenue. And so I want to talk a little bit about relationships for just a minute. One of the things that's truly important to me, and you and I have had conversations offline about this, and that is... In order to be great at what you do, you got to be doing great things at home. With that thought in mind, what are you doing right now, Misty, to help grow, cultivate, make better the relationships you deem most significant at home? And how do those impact your business? Yeah. So a couple of things. One, I run my business from my phone. And so I spent a lot of time with my face in my phone. And I just realized that I needed to create business hours so that Mm -hmm. social media can just suck you in and take all of that from you. And my husband I, I, he, he just said to me, you're on your phone all the time. And so I made a (laughs) conscious effort to be on my phone, um, during business hours and to be present with my people on the weekends, on the evenings and the weekends and setting limits and time limits for me to be involved in and to answer things. Not everybody needs an answer from me right away. Um, and, and my people are, are definitely first. Another way is, um, you know, stewarding the relationships. I still have, um, I have two boys at at home. My youngest son graduated in the pandemic and is uh, producing podcasts. He has his own business, doing his own thing, but I want to make sure that we're discipling him while he's here. And so we do family devotions together every night. I cook almost every single meal, um, which is a lot when you have, you know, boys and we just try to think that that (laughs) meal time is important for us to just connect with each other. And, um, and the, the better that I am at managing my home life, the better I'm going to be in business because you're right, that carries over. And it's really about, I think a lot of it has to do with being present with who we're with 
right? Because I think we're so distracted in this media age that if you can go to a restaurant and you can see um, the whole family, like from the time uh, a baby is a, you know, born, they put an iPad in front of them and everybody's on their phone and they're not having conversations. And so we try to engage our, our family and the people that we're with in conversation and just put our phones away and, and be present. Very good. Love that. Love that. So let's talk for a moment. And I don't talk about this in every episode, but uh, let's talk about faith for just a minute. And I guess I want to come at it from a couple different angles. The first one is what impact does your faith have on your business? And the second one is why create a company that reaches out to that particular market that you have? Yeah. So my faith influences everything I do from my decision to quit work, to homeschool my kids, to raise them, to be courageous men, to, um, to, to my business and faith influences all of that. And, um, we live in a society that we have tons and tons and tons of bad messages everywhere you look, you, uh, I mean, from, from magazines to your television to just everywhere. And I want to produce goodness in the world. And I want to amplify the voice of others who are producing goodness in this world, because I believe that all of those messages are important. And so for me as a faith-based podcaster, I've seen the impact of my podcast reaching all over the world. So for me, my number one audience is in uh, the United States, which that makes sense, right? Second is France, France, wow. right? Uh, also in my top 10 of, of, of countries and people I'm reaching are India, yep. right? So that's my number two, India. Yeah. So, so podcasting can go out through all of the world and share messages of hope. And so not only do I want to encourage people, I want the people who are encouraging people, you know, I want to encourage them so that they are producing this content because I think we need all of those messages. And so I think that that is, that comes from my faith of going and making disciples through all of the world. I can sit here in the comfort of my home and I can share a message that can encourage someone on the other side of the world. And that's mind boggling to me. Oh yeah. I love that. You know, in fact, I, uh, one of the things that I encourage, if they'll listen, I encourage business owners to do this. It's like, yes, if you are your brand, if you're a personal brand, you need to be about the brand most of the time. When I say most, I'm talking about like 80% of the time. But 20% of the time, you need to be you. And people need to hear about that. And so that's why I encourage people to create content that reflects not only their personal brand, but reflects them as Absolutely. well. Yeah. And so... That's why I do things like I record myself after I've done a workout. It's a, it's a weird way. I don't even know how I got started doing that, but I do that. And I put reels out on Instagram with frequency. I mean, I do it a few times a week talking about different things, but these things come to me as I'm working out because my mind gets clear and I'm able to really hone in and focus in on something. And it really seems to connect. And some of what I do is faith related when I talk about that. Not always, but sometimes it is. And so, but I'm true to who I am. And so that I think is great for you to know who you are. And then in turn to be true to who you are and to whose you are. I love that. Oh, thank you. 
Let me ask you this. We're getting close to wrap-up time here because uh, we have a final four that we'll be doing. There'll be four quick questions. You just tell me the first things pop in your head. But before we get to that, two other things. First one, how can people find you? Yeah. So um, if they're interested in the podcasting side, they can go to sparkmedia.ventures is my website. And then if they're interested in more of the personal things, um, like my books and my podcast, that's mistyphilip.com. And I'm kind of everywhere online as Misty Philip. No S, Misty Philip. No S. It's almost like saying, like you're talking about a singular person. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I spoke at the National Day of Prayer right before President Biden. And um, on the screen, they had my name and it said, Misty Phillips. And and I, went, was like, oh. I was like, okay, just keep me <laughs> humble. Just keep me humble. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, last question before we get to our final four. Yeah. If you would share with us one habit that you believe every podcaster needs. Ooh, that is a good question. A habit that they need. Well, I think that, you know, understanding your audience and who you serve is crucial to being a successful podcaster. So really studying who, um, you know, using your analytics to uh, inform your content creation, knowing your audience, knowing their needs developing a relationship. So podcasting oftentimes can be a one-sided thing where I'm putting out content, people are listening, and I don't know who they are. So I think creating habits of, of trying to build community around your podcast so that you can really know the people who are listening, the people that are engaging with you on social media, so that you can serve them well. Love that. Love that. Okay. Um, well, let's go ahead and we'll jump into our final four. Um, Actually, one other thing comes to mind before we do that, and I, I do this with most of my guests. So what do you have coming up that you're really excited about? If there's something you want to promote, uh, we would love to hear about that. Yeah, so I am hosting the next Spark Conference in Nashville as a pre-conference to the NRB convention, and we are super excited. That is March 7th and 8th. Uh, so it's coming up quick. I don't know when this episode will be out, but that is something that we are really excited about because we're gathering people from all over the United States and actually just had our first person sign up from the UK. So, uh, we're just excited to bring the best of what's happening in the podcast industry to faith-based podcasters, authors, speakers. We've got PR people, conference, uh, people that run their own conventions. And we just have an incredible group of people coming together. So that's nice. kind of what we are super pumped about these days. Okay. And folks, again, before we forget, I want to be sure to mention again those Spark Awards that Misty was talking about. You can go out there. And check that out. See all the different podcasts that have been nominated in the various categories that they're in. But I'm going to toot my own horn. Guys, I think I'm pretty good. I think you should vote for me. I really do. <laughs> if I didn't think so, why would I continue to do this? So right. that, it does sound like I'm tooting my own horn. And you know that's not my way. But uh, I think I'm pretty good at what I do. And if you think so, give me a vote. I'd love it. I say go vote for you. So there. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, Misty. Thank you. All right. Let's jump into our final four. Are you ready? Oh, I don't know. Hope so. Oh, I think you're going to be ready. All right. Here we go. Question number one of our final four. Why did God create Misty? Mm, to spark my soul message. 
and to help others spark their soul message. So I believe that we are all created um, with purpose and that purpose is to give God glory and that he's given us different gifts and talents to do that. He's given us all purpose and I want to help everybody do the thing that God's called them to do so that they can can shine their light. Mm. That sounds like a future book (laughs) for whatever that's worth. All right, question two, what are you doing reading or listening to right now that's helping you grow? So I just finished listening to Mark Batterson's Win the Day, and I have really, really enjoyed uh, that book, just taking bite-sized leadership things like, um, you know, doing the hard things first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. just a lot of the different concepts of of just like how we can win the day. And I'm just a very intentional person person and I like to be very purposeful. And, and so that book really resonated with me. Win the day. Who doesn't want to win the day, right? Exactly. Exactly. And folks, we'll be sure to reference that in the show notes for you, the book. Uh, question number three, and this, you can divide this up however you want and you'll understand why in just a minute. What do you do for fun and what do you do for fun with your family? Well, those are actually to the same because, oh, okay. um, I love, I mean, my family and I, we love, we just, we spend a lot of time together. And um, if I had like my biggest wish, I would be on the trail in a mountain with my people um, just out in nature when, you know, on a good day and the weather's nice. Um, I love to travel. I love to cook. Um, I'm married to an Italian man. So he loves that. I love to cook. Um, Probably not so great for my waistline, but um, you know, we just, we love to be together and we do a lot of different stuff together. So we've played Mm -hmm. golf together. Um, You know, I didn't keep score, so I was happy. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's my, if I'm not, we, we, I work a lot. And when I'm not working, I want to be with my people. So whatever my people want to do. Um, but yeah, that's how we have fun. We were foodies too. We oh, love okay. to experience and try new food, new cuisine. Um, we're very adventurous as far as that goes. So that's a lot of fun. Well, that definitely sounds like a trip to Kansas City's in your future so that you can have the best barbecues. I don't know. I'm a Texas barbecue girl, salt, pepper, garlic. I'm telling you, you you have this, you'll never go back. <laughs> we've Just got Frank, we've got Franklin's and we've got, uh, you know, some of the barbecue that has been, you know, rated number one across all barbecue. So I don't know. We may have to have a barbecue eating competition or something. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> question number four, what are you most grateful for? Uh, I'm most grateful that God saved me because I was a train wreck. Before I met Jesus, and my life was just, I was going downhill fast, headed to hell. And that's why my podcast is By His Grace, because um, this is not the life that I should have had um, for the trajectory of where I was going. And um, I'm just so thankful that he's restored the years that the locusts have eaten and that he has given me an incredible family, an incredible husband, children, friends, family the business, um, just, I I am just truly blessed by all of those things. So, but if it would not for him, I would not be here today. Mm, I can appreciate that. And one bonus question, uh, this just kind of came to me as we were talking and I have not asked this question of anyone before. 
What are your favorite podcasts to listen to? Oh, my goodness. Outside of your own. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that is a great question. Um, you know, the interesting thing about that is I used to have some favorite podcasts, but now I listen differently to podcasts. It's going to make sense. Oh, I get that. I with get my that community because I am helping people to learn and grow. So I listen to, uh, I, I listen more broadly now um, mm -hmm. because a lot of the shows, I would say all of the shows that are in the Spark Collective, because those are my people and I mm -hmm. love their shows and I love encouraging them. And, and so um, that's, my listening habits have changed from before I um, started the Spark Collective until now. So I'm always listening to lots of different Christian podcasts. Okay. So what would be one you would recommend to someone to listen to? So, okay. Someone like if you were talking to a business owner and you're like, okay, if you don't listen to any other podcast, you have to check out this. Okay. So this is not in the Spark Collective, but I do like Brendan Bouchard because he's very encouraging, very motivating, um, and offers just per tons of value. So I think that would probably be the person that I would recommend. Yeah. And this is going to sound like a broken record for those of you who listen to and or watch this podcast on a regular basis. My number one recommendation is because leadership is so important to me. The Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. I comes out once a month, so it's an easy thing to do. I love it. Um, they produce show notes ahead of time that you can use with your team. So you can listen to the podcast together and you can go through. There's questions in there. That's one of the things I love most about it. You know, if you weren't really paying that close of attention when you listen to it, you wouldn't know that he's the pastor of the largest church in America. It's because he's talking about leadership and teamwork. I have a fun um, Craig Grishel story, too, um, that I've loved to share. So when I launched my Bible study, I had a launch party at my friend's clothing store. Well, my nice. friend's husband used to play football for the NFL. His name is Jackie Battle, and he played for oh, yeah. se several different teams. And um, and so Craig Grishel walked in with his wife to the clothing store. They were on a layover on a trip going to the UK and just happened to stumble in the launch of my book party <laughs> and got to meet Jackie. And Jackie was like, dude, I listened to your podcast. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. And Craig was like, dude, I watched you play football. I'm a huge fan. And so it was just really cool. And we got a, we got a little group picture and people were like, how'd you get Craig Grishel to come to your book launch? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's my fun cool. story. That's very cool. I love that. Any parting words for us, Misty? Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. This business journey, uh, you know, we, we've got to have those relationships in place to succeed in our business. And so I just am thankful for you having me on here today. Oh, thank you so much for being here. And folks, I want to wrap up with this, what with what I hope is some encouraging words to you. I spent many, many years in ministry. I don't talk a lot about it on this podcast, but I did. And when you get out of traditional ministry and you go into the business world, it feels a lot different. It really does. It, it can feel awkward. Uh, you can feel a lot like a fish out of water and not know what to do. And I didn't really have anyone to kind of guide me through that process. So I've made a truckload of mistakes along the way. Uh, but I am exactly 
where I was meant to be because I am an entrepreneur and I still do ministry. I just do it in different ways now. But the nice thing about it is I also don't have someone holding a paycheck over my head telling me how I have to do it. For those of you in ministry, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So hopefully that resonates with you just a little bit. But again, Misty, thank you so much for being here today. Really, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you all for being here today. Again, so honored you decided to spend a little bit of your time, which I know is your most precious resource. So have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.